Welcome to BitStorm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Trevor Scott, and with me as always is Ben Slinger. Hello, and guesting this week is Andrew from Juicy Cupcake. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank no you for problems. joining us, yeah. our little podcast here. <laughs> uh, episode 93. And uh, yeah, Andrew, do you want to tell our audience a little bit about yourself and what you do? Uh, yep. So uh, I'm uh, from Juicy Cupcake, as you said, a two-man indie team from Adelaide. Um, so we're making our sort of debut big title, Brief Battles, at the moment, which is a couch game where you battle your friends using superpowered underpants. Um, and in our team, I'm pretty much, I guess, the person that doesn't do programming, anything else like creative in that. Uh, that's what you see from me. <laughs> uh, yeah, one one thing I love about Brief Battles is that it really just sounds like a game we would come up with on this show, but you're making it. Like, that's fantastic. <laughs> I know. It's a, it's a real hard one to talk about um, without any visual representation as well. You yeah. Really, you can take it where you want to take it. <laughs> but it is sort of, yeah, more, you guys have seen it, kids yeah. sort of friendly and cute and uh, not so weird on the butt side. I'd, there are I'd, butts as well. but I'd love to see this a super sexy, raunchy version of it now. <laughs> now I'm just thinking about, you know, the opposite of that. Uh, I'm not sure. That's not sh- taking so long to release. That's so just to say. <laughs> Do you know, it's the risk game mode. It's like a, like a Legislative Larry game. You have to answer the, the questions at the beginning. Yes, prove- oh man, I used to play that all the time. But it was so hard to get through those three questions. <laughs> I know, I know. What I don't know anything about the seventies. Yeah, and and then you find out that in the very first one, if you hit like Alt X, oh yeah, then it was cheeky. like you could you could set the level, and um, if you in Legend Suit Larry Three, where it came up again, if you hit Control Alt X, you could just get in get in with um, any level that you wanted again. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the Legend Suit Larry cheat uh, cheat cast. Yeah, yes, I know too that. much about Sierra games. <laughs> oh man, I did not know that. I just kept walking out onto the street, getting run over, and trying again. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I was like nine years old or something like that playing Leisure Suit Larry. That was not, yeah, I was, not great. <laughs> I was about to say the things a twelve-year-old does for pixelated titties. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, uh, so what we're here for is to is to do our podcast, uh, which usually contains. Click pitch, so click pitch is a and game. And does this where, week as well. And does this week. Um, um, click pitch is a game where all three of us have a random word generator. On the count of three, two, one, we're going to click refresh, get ourselves a word each. Uh, this time, I'm going to have an adjective, and the other two guys are going to have nouns, and we're going to shove those words together and come up with a game design. All right, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. three, two, one, click. Incognito. This is going to seem like I made this up, but juice. Juice. <laughs> okay. Betting. Betting. All right. <laughs> Some incognito juice betting. Mm. Well, I, 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 was, I was just thinking, have you, have you, have you guys ever uh, had horse juice? <laughs> <laughs> Where's this going? Now? It's like juice made from horses. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a delicacy in certain, <laughs> in certain regions. <laughs> Like but, part uh, of the horse. Oh, I mean, just whatever you can find. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> where, where I was thinking was that you're at, like, the World Juicing Championships and you're trying to- um, Juice the horse? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, you're, you're trying to inc- be incognito as you, um, as you try to, like, 
find out maybe some illegal illegal betting that's happening. Well, uh, yeah, okay. I mean, I think people would be betting. I mean, people, of course, people would be betting on the juicing championships. Like, it's <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe it's about like going incognito to sabotage the other contestants in some way. Like, I don't know, inserting something into their carrot so that when they juice it, it blows up their juicer or something. <laughs> You're really talking about inserting something into into fruit and vegetables right now, are you, Ben? <laughs> Classic Australian. Uh, well, you know, it's topical. <laughs> so, what you're thinking, um, knitting needles or sewing needles or whatever it is, of pins? <laughs> Whatever's going to hurt the most children. <laughs> God, that's not grim. <laughs> Very grim. Um, <laughs> Just I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um, I, I feel like I feel like there's some gameplay in juicing, choosing the right things to do. Ju- is this like? Do you have a juice? Or I mean, I guess if this is a is a champion, is it like a manual thing? So like you, you you're juicing like the way you juice a lemon, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking it's got to be VR then. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, VR juicing. Yeah, definitely. Um, you you may you may guess, Andrew, that we like to go to the VR well maybe a little bit too often. Um, <laughs> we do love it's VR, okay. um, but I, I I like the idea of actually getting the tac- the tactile feel of trying to juice, um, while also the tactile feel of sabotaging someone else, um, maybe by squirting lemon juice in their eye or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic incognito technique. Yes. Well, that's it. Well, once they're they're blind. (laughs) (laughs) Once you're blind, you're really incognito. (laughs) The other way we could take juice is there's the the sort of game design term around juicing up your game, right? Which is which is usually around um, kind of making it feel good to play in in subtle ways. So like screen shake and you know, um, I don't know. You probably know more about this than I do than I do, Andrew. Just that ultimate. Juicy vibe of uh, the gameplay. I'm yeah, you. yeah, yeah. So maybe it's a uh, like a stealth game uh, with really juicy like feedback <laughs> whenever you're seen or something. Just got those mad juice feels when you're playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've forgotten the third word now. I've just got incognito juice in my head. What are we betting? Uh, betting. Uh, juice betting. <laughs> Getting off track. Um, I, I, I just love the love the idea of you get caught and like you know you get this massive like thing in the center that's like you know fly, flying out at you going you got seen yeah totally <laughs> screen shake just like you do it in the uh, sort of overcooked uh, scene where you're all juicing and just got to sneakily uh, do some bad juicing and some bad juicing <laughs> juicing could also be like taking steroids it could absolutely we're going in a lot of different directions here. Yeah, maybe we should, maybe we should just click again. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right, three, two, one, I click. <laughs> mm. Flipping war. What is it good for? <laughs> Bewilderment. Flipping war. Bewilderment. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, what? Why do I? Why do I get the feeling that um, the flipping in this is? You know how teenagers today they probably still enjoy the water flip (laughs) (laughs) the water bottle flip okay so this is about like the war of the gen z's (laughs) (laughs) and how apathetic they are (laughs) (laughs) they're just like flipping water bottles at each other (laughs) oh god um no okay so war and flipping and bewilderment bewilderment is it just like a CD ragdoll game where you could have it in VR if you like, and you're just flipping 
the hardest you can. It's a battle of the flipping, and you have to bewilder the judges. <laughs> Confuse and amaze them. Just, you're like a human three-card Monty. Yeah, just uh, flip away. It's like, which which uh, carp am I going to be on? Uh, flip, 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 flip. Uh-huh. Um, now, now I'm seeing it as a water bottle flip, but with rag dolls. So you're actually flipping humans. <laughs> just go. having to just land on their feet. Grab them, flick them around. Okay, so I think it's I think it's a game in which um, giants actually came to Earth. They won the war, <laughs> and now okay. they just they they spend all their time just flipping humans, um, just flipping humans. And this happens to be, yeah, a competition, but the but the judges are also humans, so they're just sort of like perplexed and confused by this whole. Well, wait, wait, wait. How about how about you play these giants that came down to Earth, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a war game. It's kind of like a real time strategy game, but to attack the other team, you literally just pick up your troops and throw them, <laughs> flip, like flip them towards the other the other uh, the enemy. As an opponent, I would be bewildered by that. Well, exactly, exactly. <laughs> So I just I kind of like the strategic idea of just like, and maybe it's uh maybe like it probably doesn't damage to them they might they might not all survive so maybe it's not your main kind of mechanic but I love that idea of like oh shit they're attacking the base and I'm too far away just grab a handful of knights and just throw them just give them a flip yeah I, I'm I'm sort of also getting getting this um image that you can like set up some contraptions um kind of like you know when you were a kid and you got like an eraser a ruler and you chuck something else on it and you just slammed yeah. your slammed your um fist down on down the other side yeah. of the ruler just to yeah. f- to flip it i'm i'm picturing you know sort of picking up one of you guys throwing him on the other end of this massive <laughs> massive tree and just <laughs> stomping down and just <laughs> catapulting <laughs> your human across the battlefield um so are we I, saying in this yeah. war that um there's like two different giant tribes that are going up against each other and they've each got like a group of humans. Yeah, basically, yeah, at least two. I like that. I like uh, that I'm a just, lot. I just picturing. <laughs> so the, I mean, here's this is the uh, like the intro movie. It's sort of a classic battle scene down on the ground. There's the you know the front line and the you know the generals there and he goes charge and they go up over the hill and you know how the classic shot is of like the arrows raining down on from the other side <laughs> it's just people it's just other <laughs> warriors just like uh, yeah just a tumble of them just like ah just coming straight down just arcing over into this mass of enemies <laughs> <laughs> that's also awesome. okay, I need to make this game yeah yeah all right well I, th- I think we'd leave it on that note because that's a <laughs> Can't do better than that. <laughs> That's like really solid. <laughs> yeah. All right. Three, two, one, click. Senior. Blessed. Adultery. <laughs> blessed senior adultery. <laughs> yes. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> God. Well, I don't Look, know if this I- game will make it through the ratings board in Australia. But- <laughs> If they've got a problem with the healthy sex life, adulterous as it may be, of, you know, uh, septuagenarians, octogenarians, <laughs> and above, then that's on them. Uh, I, I mean, I think I think there could be a story here. Narrative sort of character study. In- <laughs> you know what I'm picturing? <laughs> I don't want to. Tell me anyway. Okay. So, it's- um- it's been oh, how many years since Leisure Suit Larry? <laughs> it's, it's, it's Leisure Suit Larry, but it's now set in in like he's at a senior's like, home, and yes. like as many oh many years my later. God. That actually would be a way better new Leisure Suit Larry. Oh, yes. much better than that that 
dodgy new thing that's coming out. Like, ugh. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, so, I, I like the idea of having having some of these um, other octogenarians who are sort of, um, you know, give, giving Larry shit because of his womanistic ways. So, they're trying to actually change him even at this late stage of his of his life. And the whole blessed thing comes in from from the idea that, you know, he's actually feeling like, you know, he's got a new lease on life. Well, and I, I think he just- uh- Look, because uh, he was- I've just looked up the Wikipedia page. The first game came out in 87. He was apparently in his 40s. So, that works perfectly. Yep. He's now in his 70s. And he's still the dirty old man with, you know, kind of a heart of gold, except actually not really. He's really sort of a bastard. Yeah. And this is much less than the other games. And look, the, the, the other games didn't particularly glorify him and his behavior, but, you know, it was still pretty pervy. Yeah. In In this day and age, I don't think you could- you want to do that, but I think this game that's that is treating him much more like this. You know, he's not a good guy. Um, he's this pervy old man, and yeah, but he's in this senior's home, and it's kind of. I guess it's still got to be hijinks, but <laughs> hopefully, he gets his comeuppance. It's <laughs> good. I, I really, I really like this idea. Um, I think blessing your adult read seems like a game that could exist. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. The subtitle for. Under Leisure Suit Larry. That's it. <laughs> Leisure Suit Larry. Blessed, blessed senior. senior adultery. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and blessed can come from hashtag blessed because he's, he's definitely trying to crack on to like 21 year olds still. Oh, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's trying to crack on to like the granddaughters that are coming in. Yeah. You know, the, the older he's, ones. <laughs> and he's like pathetically trying to speak the lingo and just using it <laughs> all wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that that'd be a nice little tie back to the tie back to the intro. Yeah, that was that, very solid. Yeah, that's good. I like that. But I it like works. Allo, yeah. if you're listening, come to, come speak to us. We've got ideas. He's not even involved in the new one. Well, but he. Well, that's maybe that's the problem. Anyway, yeah, maybe three, two, one, click. Yeah. Embarrassing. Typist. Fund. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, um, so, uh, I, I saw Typist and I immediately thought, this has got to be a typing game. Like, some mechanic built on speed typing, because I fucking love that shit. Yep. Typing typing of the dead. The, the, wasn't there a Mario one? I don't know. Mavis Beacon. I feel like I haven't seen these games, but I'm intrigued. It's good. You haven't seen- <laughs> Typing of the dead is House of the- Do you know House of the Dead? Yes. I'm the, like, shooting, the shooting game from Sega. Um, it was an arcade shooting game, but they brought out- a, I think that was on Dreamcast too, wasn't it? You could plug your keyboard in. I think so, but I know it was definitely on PC. It was definitely on PC. Basically, you were yeah. shooting zombies by typing the words like above their head <laughs> quickly enough. Exactly, yeah. And if you made a mistake, then you had to start again, and it was just- um, Yeah. Like, you had to start the word again. Um, so, yeah, I think the mechanic has to be around typing in words I feel accurately. Like good. Yeah. Um, so, what, was, what else do we have? Embarrassing fund. So- I'm thinking some sort of like, well, I was thinking some sort of management game. I know you hate those, Trua. Yes, I hate those. <laughs> and it might be a bit too boring in this case. Um, what what I was sort of thinking is, yes, I love the idea that it's a typing game. It's embarrassing, but it's got to have something to do with Kickstarter, I think. I think funding is oh. something. Um, oh, yeah. So, I like the idea that in, in the game, you're sort of, um, you're typing out maybe press releases. 
and you know you can have some some fun fast typing things of you know you got this amount of time to get this this particular thing typed out but you're only typing specific words of it but um it's going to get automatically uh released at the at you know at um some stage but you're trying to not embarrass yourself yeah well that i like that because it could basically be yeah you're sort of you're tasked with creating these posts or whatever but typos are going to embarrass you, right? Like, typos are going to be bad for your business. You're going to get less backers. <laughs> um, look, you've been through a Kickstarter, Andrew. You just should- uh- I like this uh, press release idea. Maybe it's, like, giving you every sort of second or third word. But, like, while you're doing that- So, first of all, you've done, like, every second or third word. But that kind of makes up an embarrassing sentence. But then you fill in more <laughs> words and it becomes less embarrassing and more like a proper press release. <laughs> and if you don't get through it fast enough, it releases it, it with the embarrassing like- version. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, so, that can be a good way to go. <laughs> I love the idea that you're someone who just, the only way they can type out a press release is to it, like, from the outside in kind of thing. Like, you, they can't go just <laughs> left to right and start to bottom. They have to sort of flesh it out in broad strokes. I think every fifth word and then just uh, build a premise. <laughs> yeah, <good>. yeah. <laughs> I like that. Well, maybe it could be a bit of, like, add in some context shift sort of stuff as well where- uh, you've got different things that you're typing at once. So maybe you're sort of, maybe you're like the PR person for this Kickstarter campaign and you're answering emails and you're writing press releases and you're like, I don't know, typing out, uh, fucking bank, bank transfers or something. I don't know. Um, but you have to make sure you're on the right one for the word that's coming up. Like it doesn't necessarily tell you which word it's for. Maybe you have to figure out which word it's for. Uh, Endgame stuff here. Sounds good. Yeah. So, you sort of have to switch between them to figure out, oh, shit, that word goes into that one, that one goes into that one. And again, they're all all timed. They're going to release at certain times. And you just- You've got your dashboard of, like, your backers and stuff, and you really screw up. You just see it dip. Your money's going down the drain. Yeah. I like that. Got to hit that goal. Yeah. I like it. Stretch goals. Right. Stretch goal releases, but- you know, you, you put, miss, you miss out a zero words in there. there. You miss out a zero, and everyone all of a sudden is going for that particular one. And it's like, oh, why are they all going <laughs> for this five thousand dollar? Oh my god, I put it down as five. <laughs> <laughs> and just to really make things difficult, maybe you're also like an amateur uh, erotic fiction writer, and so that's one of the things <laughs> that the words are coming up for. So really, really don't mix that up. Really don't that's mix that up. Good. It's like you're doing your side project on the side. It's one of those ones you might accidentally dip into. Yeah, your little side hustle, totally. Yeah, I'm, I'm picturing at the moment just you've got um, all these like word balloons that are coming around around your character's head as he's as he's writing um, or as he's sitting at the computer. So you sort of see one one sort oh. of see where he's seeing the back, but then you also see the document off to the side, and you can select what yeah. tab you're actually on. Well, that could be and interesting too because there could be some sort of timing based thing where you've got your you know your few different documents in front of you, but the words are moving, and it's when you finish typing it, it like falls down into the document. <laughs> Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> Just feel dropping into your press release. I like it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, totally. <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, I like it. Three to one click. Yeah. <laughs> Upholstery. Export. Dismal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So you are the head of a furniture export company. Uh, and things aren't looking good. Things aren't looking good. Well, and also just your upholstery itself is just horrible. Like the patterns, nobody wants to buy it. Um, I, I'm seeing this as, as almost like a 
a game in which you can you can choose. It's sort of like a choose your own adventure of do we go down the the importing drugs route? Do we go down the like importing weapons sort of route? Just to and sewing it in, into, into into like into, into the, the couches and, into the couches. Um, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of, I don't know. It's one of those weird sort of things. It's, it turns into a management game, which I hate. Yeah, it does Stuff a little bit. Stuff into VR and you were actually there in a time limit stuffing those couches full of drugs. <laughs> Just kind of find all the different little pockets and things that you can slice open and get drugs into. And because the upholstery is so horrible, like there's not people coming in that often, but there's like elderly people coming through and there's like a slow warning that you see them opening the door and you've got like another 10 seconds to pack that couch. <laughs> Sew it back up. <laughs> Put the plastic back on it. <laughs> and uh, sell to unknowing elderly people, and they will be drug smugglers for you. Oh, totally. We're back at senior again, too. <laughs> That's good. Easter egg. Larry, Larry comes in with his new girlfriend. He's got a new couch. Couch of drugs that I ordered. <laughs> this will be perfect to take our teeth out and just make out on this couch. <laughs> Hashtag blessed. <laughs> <laughs> It's part of a series. It's good. Yeah, it's like a little side game, mini game. Yeah, so it's just one one, one scene. You know, they go back. The plastic's still on the couch as, as you see them going at it. Oh god, it's worse if the plastic's on because I you mean, I'm not going to go into what happens to liquid. Well, I was going to say I'm not going to go into what happens to liquids on plastic versus fabric, but whatever. They're all so they much. don't have any liquids. <laughs> Dust. Oh dear, this is. Uh- it's getting bad. Three, two, one, click. <laughs> Bright. Coping. Cramp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got nothing for this one. Um, coping with a cramp. Maybe you're like a runner or like a long distance runner. <laughs> Some sort of cramp based mechanic. Um, what about you're a bright up and coming masseuse and you're you're having to deal with the runners that come by and you're you're sort of like trying to keep up with them massaging their calves as they're running (laughs) as they're running as they're running (laughs) um i'm picturing it in vr but you're having to like oh well so let's say like a massage game in vr could be interesting (laughs) yeah working the thumbs on the thumbstick like because i'm thinking just um just either well actually no you can even do vive as well you'd have to have touch Controls, surely. Oh, well, you can do it with the touchpads on on the Vive. You know, that's oh, still moving, oh, I your, see. Sorry. Yeah, moving yeah, yeah. your thumbs. But yeah, having to use like- Oh, you know, I see. You're actually having to move your thumbs to like dig into the- Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, do you have online competitive with VR yet? So you could all be like competing oh. against each other so your runner can win. You're like following them around on the track and massaging those cars. Well, maybe it's like you're the pit, maybe it's like you're the pit crew. Like they're, they're racing around- uh, you know, a circular track and, and you have to make sure they come in at the right time and you just have to quickly, like, work out those knots. And and choose the right oils to, like, squirt down on your on your um Totally your change, their, change their Get shoes. There's a lot you could do there. There's a lot yeah. you could do there. Like, if you make it a full-on pit crew kind of thing and really and really lean into that metaphor. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a next-level like, racing game. It's good. I love, I, love the, I love the image of them just, like, Running into the pit stop, slide like you've got like a, an area for them, and they just like jump and slide onto their belly. So yep. and, and and you've got yeah, you'd have to come up and just like massage, massage, massage. All right, pull the shoes off, put a new pair of shoes on, squirt the oils, um, <laughs> spray water into their mouth, 
<laughs> and then just like keep don't go. do it wrong. <laughs> don't do it wrong. Don't put the oil in the mouth. <laughs> don't massage the wrong bit. Don't get the shoes on the wrong feet. Oh jeez. That'd be that'd be good. That'd work well. Good. But yeah. you could do the shoes on the wrong feet, and you can see the repercussions of that when they get oh, back out on the track. Totally, oh, definitely. fantastic. Some some uh, that's a that's a good job for a for a talented animator to sort of animate them running and, and kind of their feet just sort of not quite going right. Yeah. Oh, I can I can just imagine like you've got a team of like five or six runners um, per pit crew, so you're having to do a lot of massaging and getting getting trying to remember. Okay. Um, Kevin's allergic to lavender oil, so you can't use the lavender. You've got to use something else. And, yes. And, like, uh, Mitchell is a size 13 shoe. Oh, so God, you've got the to have sizes. Them, yeah. them ready. And, like, uh, Jessica wants Mountain Dew, not water. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, you're going to have to start, like, saving money, like your classic Need for Speed, and, like, unlocking new shoes and upgrades for your runners. Definitely. I- I'm just picturing you, you at, at you're watching out there and you see someone start like limping because they've got a cramp and it's like, okay, you know, you you get get it prepared because you know who's coming into the pit next. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. That's I love awesome. It <laughs> <laughs> I would play that. Sold. All right. So you and click. Just murdering through them tonight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Knock. Pedal. Activating. Knock. Is it pedal or pedal? Pedal. As in- So like a on car, a bike. Like a- Right, yeah. Hmm. Pedal activating knock. Maybe you play a Mormon. <laughs> riding, <laughs> riding your bike around, knocking on doors. We don't have to go the specific religion, I guess. We could just, like, make it a- Maybe they're aliens. I don't know. It's not an alien. Just, just so we're not offending people, even though it's completely obvious who we're sending up. <laughs> um, I feel like we've done a Mormon game before. Anyway. <laughs> Probably have. <laughs> We've done everything. I'm at this not stage. sure where activating comes in. <laughs> Maybe they need to convert X amount of people for their powers to activate. <laughs> Good. <laughs> what sort no. of powers do they do these non mormons oh. have? Oh, I mean, it's pedal power. Pedal. Yeah, they can go real fast. They they get an upgrade to their pedaling. <laughs> you can't keep pedaling and door knocking unless you get like minimum conversion ratio. Yeah. Maybe it's just one of those like flash-based upgrade games uh, where you just be like pimped out, Mormon. Yeah, by the end, yeah, by the end, you just you know you, you get the next upgrade to sort of get you closer and closer as you get more conversion points. <laughs> <laughs> There's a market for this, probably. <laughs> Is it one of those things that you never quite reach, or you can never do it on the free version? So you got to actually like, pay for those. Um- Pay for those credits. Yeah, that's to- true. It's probably more of, an, of a phone game where you you could do it on the free version, but you'd have to you know play for ten times as long. And it's all just ad like <laughs> life. All ad supported. Oh. And if you try if you try you know um, blocking your network so you so the um, ads don't come up, then God then, smites you. <laughs> well, no. What happens is you can't connect to the service, so therefore you can't actually continue. You have to do it with full ads, or you can pay fifty nine ninety nine to um, unlock the full game. Sure. (laughs) I think we're done on that one. Yeah. Three to one click. Hole. Pizza. Ringing. (laughs) Oh. So, hole with a W. So, a whole pizza. Um, I mean, there's a pretty strong lean, like, leaning here towards some sort of pizza delivery thing Mm. uh, with ringing. Yes. Or- Okay, no, I remember go. there being like a pizza delivery um, or pizza tycoon or something, something like that. 
Yeah, but I think there was a pizza tycoon. What I'd love to see is like I used to be a pizza delivery driver, so I know what it's actually what it's actually like out there, how weird some of the people are that you meet doing this. Mm-hmm. Um I like the idea of you're a pizza delivery driver, you you're delivering, you know, whole pizzas, so it's not pizzas by the slice. It's um you got you're sort of travelling in the city, getting to apartments, sort of trying to get there within you know, the time limit that you've got, crazy, almost crazy taxi-esque, um, but not but, quite as sharp, well, yeah. hard t- time limits. But yeah. Then, you know- Because I think kind of mini games almost, or like different challenges for actually delivering the pizzas. Yeah. Um, so, if it is an apartment building, there's sort of something else you have to do there about, about getting in or getting up there. Yeah. And um, then each place that you get to, you know, you ring the doorbell and you've got like a conversation that, that you have that you can learn about these, these people that you're delivering to. Mmm. Yeah, I like that because you'll have repeat customers. And so you sort of start getting ideas. You like see things going on in the background. I like that idea of just getting a glimpse into these people's lives, but just from the, their front door. But also, you hear on the TV in the background like some news that's going on about some some attack somewhere, and you you only get a little snippet of it because it only comes on at the end, just as they're shutting the door. Is this game going to end up with you thwarting a terrorist attack through pizza delivery? <laughs> No, I was actually thinking um, it's just, you know- It's just world building. It's just world, world building, building and- Although you know, I do like that idea because there is the classic thing of like people holding hostages and, and, ha- and the pizza guy having to bring the pizzas in. And like the, <laughs> the cops smuggle, you know, guns in or, or I don't know, or the, or the bad guys smuggle guns into their partners in there or something. It just sounds like one of those sort of therapeutic games where like you actually end up, you don't realise it, but you're just playing someone's life anyway and you're just going around delivering pizza for- Hours on end after work. Pizza. Are you saying that we literally hook this up to remote controlled cars? <laughs> and this is actually it's like, an, it's, like an, it's like the Ender's game of pizza. And you don't you know what like that little Drew bot that makes pizza to your house is all about? Surely maybe it's run by this. There you go. You just, you just <laughs> convince these players that they're playing a game, but really it's taking in real data and like translating it into game form. So you can- like Crowds, so they can crowdsource their AI. <laughs> this, um, this, these graphics kind of look, I don't know, like they've just put like a Photoshop and a couple of Photoshop filters over like a video or something. <laughs> <laughs> Looks hyper realistic. I, I don't know. I think maybe to, to get away with this, they'd have to put some real tech work into it and it like scans, you know, the actual little drone scans the environment and, and sends it back. And the, but the, the, uh, the world is then created in 3D, like in an actual 3D space. <laughs> Since As a result, real time. Um, in real time. Like good use of the technology if it existed. Yeah, come on, just throw throw a connect on there. It's got depth sensing. That's enough. Um, so I'm picturing this almost like a um, a role playing game, in that you you can gradually power up your your delivery driver with like um, stripes. <laughs> yeah, stripes to make him go faster, or you know, change. Put some um, little tchotchkes or something on his uniform to make him feel better about himself, and yeah, like, like dice hanging from the mirror. Yeah, and just just little little things like that. But I, I I like the idea of you know being able to do side quests in which um, maybe the person who you're getting pizza for they ring you up and actually say, um, hey, if you if you go get me like a six pack of beer, you can I'll I'll give you extra money. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I kind of like that idea of getting to know your coworkers and your boss as well, yeah. uh, and, and really building up the story. And characters around that, uh, and and look, I'll I'll lampshade it because this is very much sort of papers please, but with pizzas, pizzas please. Um, 
There you go. It's good. <laughs> in, in, in certain ways. But, you know, there's there's something so compelling about a game like Papers, Please, where you are just kind of getting a glimpse into these people's lives, life, lives through a relatively mundane kind of task uh, and, and day-to-day sort of job, uh, which is why we go to that well so often. Yeah. But no, I like it. That's, that'd be- That'd be cool. And maybe there's even pizza making mini games in there that can affect your outcome. You have to make the pizzas first. Yep. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> I did have something else, but I can't remember now. The right. whole um, p- pizzas, please. Pizzas, please. Just, yeah. Just totally ripped it out of my head. <laughs> it was just so good. It was just very impressive. Blew your mind. <laughs> yep. All right. Three, two, one, click. Permission. Proper. Repaired. Repaired. Um, this. Is a game where you play a student, a high school student. Mm-hmm. You really want to go on the big trip to Disney Disneyland, mm-hmm. and your parents give you permission, and that's great. But then you fuck up big time and um, get drunk. You come home drunk. They tear up the permission slip. Now you have to go on a wacky third-person platforming adventure to find all the pieces of this permission slip and repair it. So you can go on the big trip. I see. It's a 2D platformer. I love all the old Ooh, um, Disney the old ones ap- that they used to do. Oh, I was going to say like- the old Apogee ones. I was thinking like a oh, old, yeah, old yeah, new Commander Keen sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, shareware too. So you only get like, you know, maybe you a like third one- of the permission slip. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then you got to buy the rest, even though everyone always just pirated it anyway. <laughs> I mean, shareware is just called freemium these days, right? So. Watch um, this ad to get a permission slip piece. I mean, basically, often. Yeah, but a lot of get- the shareware was just like, here's the first episode. If you want the next two episodes, pay us pay money, motherfucker. Yeah, but I mean, that's sort of what the- I, I guess freemium is a bit different. Cause- anyway, we're going off track. Platformer. So, you think 2D platformer. Are you- yep. So, is this the classic sort of, you know, the permission slips bits you find are just like these big pieces, these big fragments of paper just floating in the air with stars around yes. them? Yes. Yeah. Um. I throw back. There's there's collectibles that literally float in the air. Um, yep. Because again, I I think your character just he needs to comment on this as well and go, what the fuck is all this shit floating in the air for? Oh, like, so it's like fourth wall breaking. Yeah. Okay. I could see a game kind of playing off the, those old school two D platformers. It's had to be more of a struggle because you are still hungover while you're out on this quest to find. <laughs> Huh? Let's see. Maybe the start of each level, like the power ups, are like aspirin, Alka Seltzer, yeah, or uh, hair um, of the dog that bit you. But don't have too much of that because you'll just fuck up your whole level. <laughs> so yeah, each level's like a day, and you've got a certain amount of days left before the big trip. Okay, so did it get spread around the the neighborhood, and therefore you're going through like different people's houses to try and find it, or? Or did it get like stolen by neo Nazis and you going on like a <laughs> <laughs> on like a trip to to like the, you end up in the White House with the head neo Nazi <laughs> as the final piece? I can but see the-, the negotiations where you do like go to someone's house and you, they're like, I don't have this, but maybe I do if you go and get me these three dogs. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, going out. And then you, then you have a mission in which you, you're literally jumping around and you got like different dogs. All over this, for some reason, like big, um, like building site that there's, there's three dogs locked in cages that you got to destroy the cages. Yeah, like you're commenting on why are there so many like vertically oriented sort of building structures around the <laughs> suburb? 
And if I'm in 2D, how do I see what's coming forward? Because it just looks like a line to me. <laughs> oh, God, we can go that far. <laughs> Jesus. No, I, uh, the dogs thing just made me think it's one of those things where they, they just follow along behind you once, you, once you've got them. Um, yeah, I, I kind of see know, this you, as- you, um, it, did any either of you play Monster Bash? Yeah. That at the end of each level, you had like a cage that you had to destroy that had pets in it. Oh, okay. Wait, is every mission just like, find some more dogs? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe that's the, um, maybe that's the first chapter. It's like, I'll give you my part of the, um, thing if you go save these nine dogs in these nine levels. <laughs> yeah. And you bring them back and it's just like delicious. I was really <laughs> hankering for some nine dog chili. Oh, dear. That's <laughs> good. And you're just like, well, I- I'm going to Disneyland. <laughs> well, so I'm a third of the way to Disneyland. <laughs> I'm a third of the way to Disneyland. By the next two episodes, as Johnny Slip <laughs> bounces his way to Disneyland, sponsored by Disney. <laughs> and and in, in the next episode, he gets a pogo stick or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, classic. That seems like a good thing in an old game as a pogo stick, as a. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, Gameplay is never great with slingshots. It, He's got a slingshot. That was Monster Bash that had the slingshot, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, the third episode, you get a jetpack a la Halloween Harry. Totally. And I'm trying yeah. to remember any of the other Apogee games other than Commander Keen and <laughs> Monster Bash and. Bombs like Cosmo. <laughs> <laughs> Suction like, hands. Like, Suction cap hands. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. Um,. Yeah. Yeah, let's cook again. That was awesome, yeah. though. <laughs> what a journey. Yep. Historical. Guide. Loading. <laughs> the historical loading guide. Oh, well, God. I, I think this is more um, like you've gone back in time with a digital history book, <laughs> and it's sort of trying to tell you how to get through certain situations, but it's just got a very tenuous connection back to the 4G that's sort of uh, still making its way through the portal. <laughs> <laughs> Is he getting yeah. a slight Wi-Fi signal from a the A slight Wi-Fi signal from the <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, no, I, I, I like that idea about um, travelling through time with a historical guide. Yeah, um, it's kind of like a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, but it's like a, his, you know, a, a, a time traveller's guide to history. Ooh. But it's just got really Ooh, bad like load. Lo- it's really got, just got really bad load, load times. Um, it could be that, like the, like, the guide is telling you super important critical things at that time, but- it keeps yeah stuttering and loading, so you're like stuck in danger until it's like, oh, you got to sort of do that. Exactly, sort of yeah, yeah. So you're always close to death. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's sort of a uh, like a Dark Souls esque game where you're sort of having Ooh. to go through these these areas and and take people out, but you need the historical guide to sort of tell you the weak points or tell you bits about the area you're in to actually get past these these really difficult battles. Um. So what happens if you die? Is it a la Dark Souls that there's something in the universe that um doesn't let you die? Is that what Dark Souls is about? I've well, never played you, it. Basically, you there's something in in the world that basically doesn't let you die. It just right. you know brings you, brings you back you to like into the world. Um, uh, I mean, maybe there's just it just creates some sort of time paradox that resolves itself by hey, I appeared back over here with full health. And there's your dead body on the floor. It's all yeah, good. yeah. Well, that works. That works really well with time travel. It's like a failsafe. And, and then rats come in and just it's like it's clear. It's like oh. oh. <laughs> Um, so this could be a pretty interesting game. You could have some intense uh, puzzle mechanics and adventure stuff like your yeah, new Tomb Raiders, things like that. Yeah, I yeah, was just yeah, thinking yeah. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider crossed with Dark Souls. Like crossed crazy. crossed with that game where you have to like make bridges with the dead versions of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your bodies actually stick around. And so it's like, <laughs> oh, how do I get through this? There's like there's a gate over there, there's a pressure plate over here. 
Oh, hang on. I'll just shoot myself in the head. The failsafe will go off. <laughs> no. Now there's the body fear of my own body. That's a bit like, uh, what was that game? The sh- uh, Shifter or something? That sounds like a solid party and uh, like a puzzle game mechanic. Mm. Mm. Oh, God. That, that's just scary. It's like, oh, my God, I got through this entire game. I didn't die. It's like, ah, but this level, you have to kill yourself so that you can set the pressure plate off. <laughs> oh, but I love that idea that, like, there's a there's a you know a speed run challenge or like a challenge of getting through the game without dying. Like the easy way is to just kill yourself and um, on the, pl- the, the pressure plate each time. Yep. Yeah. Sit through the loading and instructions. It's the other way. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> a long play. <laughs> exactly. Forty hour play session. The, the difficulty just is just it just up like ups the uh, loading times. <laughs> <laughs> it, it ups how how long it takes to download that one image. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just the difficulty settings are like fiber, um, you know, cable, and then you know, fifty six k mode. The boss battles aren't even fun. Like later on, it's just like ten minutes of loading before it gives you any tips. Where you're just trying to run around and survive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and then right down the bottom, it says, "By the way, this can't be killed." I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah, no mechanic is like actually in the game until like that ten minute point for you to do anything. <laughs> well, I love the idea that may- that maybe you can find spots that have better reception. So you like have to you have to reach a high point and and hold the phone there. Just it's like yeah, oh, so yeah, that, that, that would actually oh, be run around, that would, run around, that would run actually be a pretty good mechanic <laughs> of like. The challenge of having to get to a spot and hold your phone in the air. You just like see the progress bar move by like 4% and feel like you have to dodge out of the way of the, the attack. That's, that is the boss fight. You are just like getting loading progress. I like it. That's pretty solid. Yeah. That, no good. Really just is. your phone. Yeah. Just your phone. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm loving these um, Tomb Raider mechanics that are coming into my head though. Like, mm. um, you know, being able to run and you know, set switches off and it opens different parts of the level up and, like, big open sort of... I'm thinking the older school Tomb Raider rather than the newer school Tomb Raider. Um, uh, like, from the puzzle point of view or...? Yeah. Or from more of a... um, Like, one of the things that I've not liked about the latest uh, Tomb Raiders is that the level design is, is like, okay, it's very linear. There's an exit here and there's an exit here. And it's like, it's not a full open island. Yeah. I'm imagining if this would, um, say you get into a time period, it's fully open. Like you can mm. run anywhere that you want. Everything's sort of, you end up on an island and you're just running around the island. But then, you know, you can stumble into something so way what, earlier than um, you need to. What sort of, what sort of time periods are we thinking? What, and what are, like, what's your drive here? What's the narrative push? What are you trying to do? Um, what- Escape the time paradox? Yeah, like, did you find yourself in this place through some, you know, some means outside of your control and you're just trying to get out or are you here for a reason? Um, I like the idea that it's something that um, happened in one of the Black Mirror episodes where Mm. you just sort of, you appear in this time period. Right. You don't don't know what actually happened, but as you go forward, you realise that this is actually a punishment for, for like- um, you know, a crime that you did and basically right. they wipe your memory. Yeah. And if Pretty you make minute. it through this whole thing and you, you become repentant for, for what you did, then you you can be saved. Okay, but- so it's actually all a simulation. Is um, that what you're saying? Or they have sent you back in time. They have sent you back in time. It's just- Okay. <laughs> your punishment is to go back in time, try not to create any sort of, you know, major changes. Um well that's that's the thing. They've got this um I I'm thinking maybe even a paradox engine that they can um that they fire off any time that you create a paradox by dying in this, this period. Oh, that's part of it. Okay. Oh, no, 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 I like that. I can see that. The guide isn't always, like, really helping you either. It's more just, like, 
it's sort of helping punish you in a way and like making mm. things go wrong because you're, you're in the trap. Yeah. yeah. I really like it. So I'm, I'm picturing, um, there's a dinosaur level. There's like, um, like a feud, feudal level. Yep. Atlantis. Um, Atlantis. <laughs> yep. Time travel or fantasy. It's just like yeah, as, it's, was- as it's sinking. <laughs> well, maybe maybe killing the boss is what's what sets the whole thing off. You know, the whole sinking of it, and, then, and off. then you've really got a reason to find the high ground. Actually, that's good. You're like trying to find the high ground both to get your phone to load so you can get to the next time period, but also because the fucking water's rising. Oh, I, I like the idea that after you defeat the boss, you have to um, try and find the find the um, like the rift to the next time per- time period. Mm, mm. And that is something that the that the phone can actually help you with. Yep. But the the um the rift doesn't open until you defeat the boss. Well, because like. it's part of your punishment, right? Yep. Well, sort of. It's a little bit, a little bit unclear. Like, does everybody? Is this just you? Are you like the worst criminal of all time, and they've done this to you, or do other people? Like, do you run into other criminals, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I killed that guy," but he, he just comes back. <laughs> I didn't make it to the you know the uh, portal in time. No, that probably um, puts, that probably puts less stakes on it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so you, you got three minutes to get to the portal. Where is it? Back where you started. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Run like crazy. Yeah. Uh, prescripted sort of thing from Tomb Raider. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, I could, yeah, I could see it. I could see that working well. Yeah. Three to one click. Touching. Recording. Serial. With a C or an S? S. <laughs> okay. Okay. So this is about recording the very popular podcast, Serial. <laughs> <laughs> and it touching a lot of people. Oh, yeah, well, it did. Uh, the end. <laughs> Hi, I'm um, Sarah Koenig. <laughs> Is that the right name? I hope so. Are you a yes, serial recorder who touches people? <laughs> maybe you're, oh, maybe you're a serial toucher who records people. <laughs> Gosh, yes. What a combination. Or you're, a, you're just a toucher who serially records or who, or who likes to record his stories or serials, um, <laughs> and then touch himself. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, okay. Let's let's step back from that. Um, but but I think I feel like there's probably some good mechanics around having to record things. Um, I guess sounds, but like sort of puzzle mechanics around, you know, if you, you have to record a sound in this level to play it back in another level to solve a puzzle or something. Okay, so a game where you, your only superpower is the power of recording. The only superpower <laughs> is the fact that you have a tape recorder. And a microphone. You yeah. touch the objects that you must record. Yeah, there's touching involved. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe or- there's a challenge of, like, you have to rewind and fast forward to the right point on your very short tape. So you can only hold a certain amount of each sound. You know, it's like a looping tape of 10 seconds or something. Ooh. So it's like, oh, I need a snippet of this song. But do I want to, you know, record over the password that that guy gave me? Or do I want to record over, you know, the, the magical bird that sang the life song that gives me health? Or the magical moment that you that you heard the queen fart? <laughs> yeah, like that's going to go for a lot of money if you can get to the end of the level. <laughs> I don't know why that just came into my head, but I just I had a bit of a laugh to myself. So Trevor, I'm like- sure you think of the Queen fighting at least once a day. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, but I, I like the idea of having to having to record these different things for yeah. You need to get into the speakeasy, so you you record like some guy saying the password. Yeah, um, maybe Ooh, your maybe <laughs> your character can't speak. I was just about to say that. <laughs> maybe you're mute. Yeah, yeah, I like. I that. really like that. That could be that could have some really interesting mechanics because then there could be actually an aspect of having to capture voice snippets from different people to make a sentence on your little ten second tape. Oh damn. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I'm trying to think of how the interface would work for this, like- VR. No. <laughs> I mean, maybe. But no, I meant I meant more the recorder to sort of show- Like, you need to make it quite intuitive so you know what you're recording over. VR um, could work, actually, because- Well, I mean, it, either way, but I like the idea that you get really good at, like, rewind, fast forward, record, so you can, like, get to a spot on your tape quickly, because that's where you need to record this bit. So I picture this kind of like um, it's a technology, almost like a um, a mini disc recorder sort of thing, in which mm. you got tracks and you can see like the order in which things were, and maybe you can move them around in your, um, mm, in your recording. Okay. But um, you can only hold like the SD card that you got in there at the moment can only hold seven recordings. Right. Yeah. Maybe you get upgrades later on, or maybe upgrade yeah. two seven. Like maybe you start with only three or something, just so it's less complex to begin with. Mm. Yeah, I like that a lot. And then um, you know, each thing that you record gets 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 its own sort of um, name that actually will mean something to you. So if you heard like a password, um, yeah. Well, or I was even thinking that you could have some sort of interface that shows like the words that were said, uh, you know, along this se- se- segment of the track or whatever, just to make it a bit easier. So you can know that you're like, all right, fast forward to after the word, you know, but with one T. <laughs> <laughs> so you can put. Whatever else, yeah, uh, I, yeah. I, I really like this idea. This mm. has a lot of um, a lot of story potential. that it can go. A lot of potential. Yeah, yeah. It's a, that's. Uh, it's, it's. I mean, it's really just a mechanic we've come up with. But um, yeah, I like that. I like that. It could you could really develop a cool story around that? Challenging for UX creation, definitely, but, yeah. definitely. <laughs> but if you if you nail that that user interface and user experience, oh yeah, like you know, I love that idea of. Of the player getting really good at like, oh shit, I'm gonna have to capture this, and just like really quickly, like, oh shit, go to track three, fast forward, you know, to this point because this is where I'm gonna need it. Um, obviously, it'd be hard to you didn't need to give them multiple chances <laughs> to get a particular phrase or whatever. But oh yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm picturing that um, it's like a typical game in which people are constantly re-repeating the same lines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Either that, or you have to come up with a lot of different ways for them to slip a particular word into into their you know dialogue. Um, well, I, I'm just sort of thinking about whenever you play like uh, Monkey Island and all that oh, sort yeah. of stuff, no, and, you, I, and you talked, you could literally have the same conversation 50 times, and they said it the exact same way every time. Yeah, it's funny that <laughs> yeah. it's almost like they were pre-recorded and not actual people living in a machine. How they did it, we'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's uh, let's move on to our final segment. So, Andrew, when we have a game dev on, what we like to do is. Do a little segment where we take the name of your game that you're working on. Yes. In your case, Brief Battles. We throw away everything we know about what that game looks like, how it plays. We just take the name and we come up with a completely new game that would fit that name. So, that's what what we're going to do. So, Brief Battles. What does that look like, Blue Sky? Um, Yeah, I mean, my my mind initially just goes to, I mean, obviously, Battles is, it's going to be some sort of like a competitive game. Maybe they're just maybe something you're having to do something really quick, like they they're over really quickly. I don't know. What do you think, Trevor? 
Or Andrew. Someone. <laughs> speak other than me. <laughs> I feel like it's such a hard without knowing, yes, yeah, like the generic sort of terminal, you've got that sort of stick fighter vibe to it where you just all get put into a space and it's going to be over within like 10 seconds. Well, maybe it's like a kind of a WarioWare fighter. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, the round time you start up and it's like, it's got five seconds on the clock and you've yeah, got- Yeah, it's like, it's like three, <laughs> two, one, fight, three, two, one, <laughs> over. <laughs> Um, for some reason, what, what I, what I saw in my head though was lawyers in a courtroom. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, you know, they've got their, they've got their briefs their ready, briefs, you know, yep. and they're, bas- they're basically just throwing them at each other. <laughs> and that's what oh, I've just okay. seen as, as so brief no- battles. <laughs> All right, so, so we're going gonna- for more serious uh, law, battling it out in the courtroom. Yeah. So it- is it still the briefs are still the, like, are we going for the double entendre here? And it's like both brief and they're battling with briefs. Yeah, I kind of like that idea. <laughs> um, but well, let's um, just go the triple, and they're just in their underwear as well. No, <laughs> I, I I think your Wario Wear Fighter idea is a is a much better idea than my lawyer idea. Yeah, so I, I kind of like that idea that it's you you get like like Wario Wear, you get that short amount of time to figure out what your controls are, what your you know what your actions are, you know what possible actions you have, and it's like oh shit, uh, all right, I need to up a cup, boom. <laughs> Uh, and then the next one is, you know, maybe it's a completely different setting and you've got a gun and it's aiming and shooting or, yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe Brief Battles is is what um, One Two Switch always wanted to be. Oh, so, so a multiplayer thing? It's a multiplayer thing where two people are, are doing something and you've got to do it really, really quick against each other and you've basically got small little battles in which you can- Oh, like a competitive WarioWare. Yeah, competitive WarioWare against each other, having to do something something similar to WarioWare, or you know, yeah. shaking up a um, shaking up a bottle as quick as you can. Whoever does it first is is the winner, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, or like a test your might, sort of. Is that what it button was? Matching. The Mortal Kombat thing. <laughs> yeah, button hammering. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be cool. That could be cool. Pretty sold on that. Yeah, it's good. All right. Well, I'm sorry, Andrew, but you're gonna have to throw throw away your other game because this is now brief battles. <laughs> <laughs> Sell my name to Nintendo and uh Yeah. Yeah, well yeah. Right. Yeah, oh. I guess they'll pay you out for it. No. Um <laughs> I, I'm, I'm now trying to wonder how we can get a juicy cupcake in there. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> that's part of the game. I mean that's just one of the levels. You just throw I mean uh, Is a juicy cupcake just like a moist cupcake or is it literally like if you wring it out it's just gonna be liquid everywhere? Like how juicy are these cupcakes? We're talking about like a pretty, I don't know, I guess it's like a jelly-filled, juicy cupcake oh, yeah. with yeah. uh, wibbly consistency, if you saw it run. Yeah, um, yeah, totally. Has arms and legs, of course. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's anthropomorphic. <laughs> just have brief battles of uh, cupcakes, battling it out. Oh, swaying. God. I love the- I, I love the Crumbs possi- and gems. Yeah, I love the possibility of sort of battling cupcakes and just bits of them coming off. Jelly and yeah, jam and crumbs everywhere. So by the end of the battle, you know, even the even the winner is is not much of a cupcake left. They're pretty smeared and broken. That is sort of like one of the first uh, game demo ideas we made was the juicy cupcake battling mutant lamingtons. Come back to one day, but um, definitely <laughs> yes, yes. Um, is there is there a is there a cupcake uh, Easter egg in brief battles? Not currently, no. But I, I think. Get in time, it. there definitely will be. 
Um, so I did actually have a question. Um, yes. So how did you guys come up with the idea of brief battles? Oh man. Um, yeah. It, uh, well, it started out with a different sort of uh, game jam idea a few years back now, where we we just made like a bunch of game jam ideas in one year and then picked our favorite to turn into something better. Um, and we made this little uh, like vertical slice called Melon Quest, where you played as Kevin, uh, a caped hero in his underpants, running around uh, collecting melon and munching down and spitting out pips at uh, enemies <laughs> to take him out. Nice. And like it turned out to be like a pretty good vibe when we like built the story and premise behind it. But at that point, we were sort of deciding like, do we want to flesh this out into a full platformer game, which we thought would be pretty hard for story driven, or do we want to make it into a party game, which we also really wanted to make. Um, so we ended up uh, getting that demo together as well, like a party arena version with like four Kevins running around in the underpants. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> um, so we settled on doing that in the end, which was pretty good. And it was like, it was sort of a gradual uh, thing. We talked to some marketing people as well to get some suggestions saying we need to kind of refine our idea because it was just like four of the same person in underpants mm-hmm. just eating melon and shooting pips <laughs> with different power-ups at each other. Yeah. Um, and then we just, yeah, uh, gradually embraced the At least the add underpants. some cantaloupe. <laughs> but it was different types of melon, yeah, for different abilities. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Watermelon. Um, yeah, but it was a pretty melon. confusing game. It was like we introduced underpants and still had melon for a while, and like it, was, it took us a little while. Um, but then we fully embraced the power of the butt, and we just pulled uh, it right back to only underpants and butts. Thank you, Trevor. There's your title of the episode: Power of the Butt. Only under, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just only underpants and butts would be a title, but hey, there you go. Underpants and butts, yeah. <laughs> Underpants and butts is the title now. Um, <laughs> that's that's really awesome. Like, I mean, how how close is it is our show to to like a a session that you guys would have had? Is it um, yeah, similar? Yeah, I'd say there's uh, there's been heaps of uh, like sessions where we would just sit there and throw ridiculous ideas. Like, it's always it is just like you sit there just throwing like the most stupid ideas at each other, and a lot of like the most stupid ones end up sticking and being the most interesting mechanics you could build around. Oh yeah. Um, it's just knowing where to like cut and not have feature creep or things like that. But that's, um, and sometimes the next day ideas are horrible when you hear them again, but not usually for us. We, we release it as a podcast (laughs) and they turn out to be kind of funny. (laughs) If if we were trying to make them, I'm sure they would turn out to be horrible ideas, but we just completely bypass that whole problem by not even (laughs) attempting it. That's okay. That's what all clears out. All right. I think we'll finish it there. So thanks very much for joining us, Andrew. No worries. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problems at all. Um, do you want to tell our audience where they can find you online and uh, find Brief Battles? Uh, yeah, you might as well just uh, chase down Brief Battles. So if you look at briefbattles.com, uh, you can wish this the game on Steam and uh, follow it on social channels. And it'll be coming out fairly soon. We'll be announcing a release date. Um, yeah. Not awesome. too far off. Um, all right. Well, and for our stuff, we can, if you want to find us online, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We have BitStormCast on all of those. Uh, we are on Podchaser, podchaser.com slash BitStorm. And from there, you can find our Facebook group and our YouTube channel. And our website as well. And our website. Um, we're also on iTunes. If you're into Apple devices where you can rate, review, and subscribe, um, Check out our friends at the AGPN, the Australasian Gaming Podcast Network. Just search for hashtag AGPN on Twitter or the Australasian Gaming Podcast Network on Facebook. And finally, we'd like to thank Kuradust for the song Mantifiance off of the album Containment Failure. Yes, that's it. So thank you again for joining us this week on BitStorm. I'm Ben Slinger. I'm Trevor Scott. And I'm Andrew Freeth. Spit those melons. (laughs) 